Hey, Scuttlebuds, it's Rick. And it's another week of Small Town Scuttle, but thanks for joining us. It's going to be a lot of fun because we have a cool guest coming in. Her name's Marie Connor, and she's just coming off the road from doing some stand-up. One of my friends out of the Boston comedy scene. You're going to love it, okay? So let's do this. We're hanging. Why don't we take a second here and promote Mike Page Studios? Mike specializes in handmade wooden ornaments. Any cutting, shaping, sanding, carving, or burning is all done by hand. He's best known for his pet portraits and town signs, but Mike loves taking on new projects. Portraits, cars, animals, houses. If you've got a challenge for him, he's up for it. Check him out on Instagram, Mike Page Studios. Small Town Scuttlebots. Let's do this show. How are you, buddy? You looked a little, uh, I want to say frazzled, but, you know, you didn't have I, a pep in your step when you came down to the basement this yeah, afternoon. Yeah, no, I've been, I've been better. Some days really go your way, and other, other days just slowly beat you into submission. <laughs> Today was the latter. I had, uh... I had so many things that I thought I had going for me today, and, and one by one, they all just kind of Like a house dissolved. of cards. Yep. Fell yep. apart. Yep. Okay, well, what's going on, man? I was I was resting up, waiting for you to show up, mm-hmm. and I uh, had my alarm set, mm-hmm. and you showed up 20 minutes early. I, was still, I still had four minutes left on my nap. Yeah. Sorry for that. Um, I got sent down to the basement because uh, Rosie assumed you were probably down here. She was right. Uh, but as I was cutting through the basement wondering why all the lights were off, uh, I found out the reason why is because you were taking a nap on the couch. <laughs> yeah, it's a busy day here. Uh, but yeah. So what's going on, dude? What, what, why? Let's try to cheer up Mike, Scuttlebuds. Yeah. Here's what happened. I had to go to the jeweler today. Even though the wedding just happened, uh, my, my ring has a flaw in it. Yeah, but you're wearing it right now. I, I am, indeed. So Allie was also going to join me. She drove straight from school. Instead of going home, she came down to Natick to the jeweler with me because her engagement ring is a different color than her wedding band, which we didn't realize until after the wedding. She's seen them side by side. Mm-hmm. We think it's because of, like, a little bit of wear and tear on the engagement ring, but it's like, okay, that's only been a year. Like, is this normal? What's going on here? Yeah. Now, the website says they're open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Sure. I pull in. She shows up 10 seconds behind me. Now, as I'm pulling in, I was like... Good timing. Yeah. No, our timing was impeccable, except... What? For the fact that we showed up today, and even though they're open from 10 to 5, they were not open today. Oh, So I'm on. pulling into my parking space, and I was like, why are the lights off? <laughs> then Allie's pulling in right next to me, like 10 seconds later, and she doesn't even pull all the way into the space and just mm-hmm. gives me a look like... Ooh, the look. Yeah. So then she puts the window down, I put my window down. And you, she was, just, take, you just take a beating. Oh, yeah. She was like, mm-hmm. they're closed. Yeah. And I was like, "Yep, I just pulled in, and yep, they're definitely, they're definitely closed. There, there's no one in there for sure." Mm-hmm. So, um, and this she, is this is somehow your fault. Well, she pointed out that I should have called first, mm. um, which I would have, but it says they're open ten to five. Like I just, 
I'm an idiot. No, is what no. it comes down to. Mm. I assume that if somebody says they're open ten to five, that they'll be open ten to five. Good business practice would would dictate something similar to yeah. what you just said. Yes. So, uh, she pointed out that I should have called first, oh. and then she reminded me that this happened one other time when we went there <laughs> that they weren't actually open when they were supposed to be open. Yeah, I. That you know, that was a while ago. I already put it out of my mind, forgot all about that. Yeah. Didn't even think to yeah, call ahead. That was a one off. So I, yeah. Apparently, I should have called ahead. Mm-hmm. Whoops. So as I'm as she's about to leave, she said, uh, "Oh, and you you forgot to bring the receipts for the rings. So next time, you got to remember to bring all that stuff." Or what, what? Oh, I'm writing. I'm writing notes then because I, oh, I, yeah, I have yeah. I have some counterpoints. Okay. For the I'm on your team. Yeah, I'm on okay. team Mike all the way. By the way. So, she was like, you know, next time you got to remember everything. Otherwise, I'm just gonna have to handle it myself so it gets done right. Oh, and it was competent, Mike. Yeah. So it was one of those things where it's like, it's a dick. I'm, it is it's and a kick in the dick. I'm the kind of person that I do my best when somebody doubts me. Mm-hmm. But I learned very early on that when that person doubting me is Allie, mm. I shut down. It's yeah. a different, it's a very different thing. It hurts your feelings, Mike. I feel like this is a case study in how women's brains and men's brains are wired differently. Yeah. Okay. And I can tell you, just last week, I had to go to a store for bathroom fixtures. Okay. Doing a bathroom remodel. And I need to get a toilet, a vanity, medicine cabinet. Some light fixtures, sconces, if you will. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm going to the toilet store. Yeah. I thought Leslie would want to go with me because making long-term decisions, I thought, you know, why don't we go together? We're in sync 90% of the time on these kind of decisions. I thought it would be kind of like a fun thing, and then we'll go out to lunch. A fun thing. Let's have a romantic date at the toilet store. <laughs> yes. Kind of, yeah. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> but you put it in those terms. It's funny. So we get to the, I'm going to just call it the toilet store because that's what it is. It's a toilet store. We get in there and the woman with the headset at Mission Control, like she's on a platform desk, oh. like a, the dais, right? With like COVID bulletproof glass on three sides. It's the hostess stand? Yeah. But this was like looking down at the plebeians that mm. come in the door. Like she had some height to herself, right? Mm-hmm. It was the pharmacist. Yeah. And I said to her... uh, Hey, can we get some help? And she says, do you have an appointment for the toilet store, Mike? I said, no. And she's like, uh, we'll have to make an appointment. And I look around in that exaggerated look over my and shoulder and pointing out that there's not a person shopping in the store. I'm like, all you can hear is soft elevator music yes. echoing through the empty store. At which point I say, oh, um, where does the line start? That's when Leslie... Gives me the look like, okay, I see you're going into dick mode. And she gives me, like, a leash, you know, like a medium-length leash. Like, she'll let me, you know, meander away a little bit and kind of be me. Yeah. <laughs> Unfiltered. She's like, yeah, we really need to set up an appointment because um, I only have one salesperson on the showroom floor right now. And I look, I said, is it that guy sitting at his <laughs> desk? And she goes, yes. I'm like, well, what's he doing? Can we like, just yell over to him and see if he's available? I'm like, are you free, buddy? You know, she says, uh, well, he's, I don't know, maybe he's working on emails. I'm like, under a strict deadline? Like, middle of the day here. Like, yeah. we're here. We yeah, are, right, I right. have a list of things I want to buy. And I would just like a little, probably would have been a half hour of someone's time. I'm picturing this kind of going like, um, in planes, trains, and automobiles when he's trying to rent the car. 
and it's the lady that played Mrs. Poole from the Hogan family. Mm-hmm. Was it like that? Exactly like that. Yeah, and you're just slowly spiraling out of any. I'm trying to keep it semblance together. of control. Well, yeah. she's like, I can I can set up an appointment for noon tomorrow. I said, all right, well, uh, we'll see how the day shakes out. And then I said to Leslie, we drove 30 minutes to get out here. I hate walking away defeated. Like I came here for a toilet. I want to leave here with a toilet. I need assistance on getting the right toilet. What, what town is this store? Franklin. In? Franklin. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife said, "Oh yeah, I would have called first." I'm like, why? Why would you have done that? It's same line of thinking with you, Mike. I looked on the website. It says they're open. I'm gonna go now. It could. And I'm in my argument here, Mike, and and my argument on your behalf is, are we supposed to as guys just? Go through our entire life always calling ahead for every, you know what, honey. Will you go out and get some milk? Hold on, let me see if the grocery store is open. It's three o'clock. It's open. Okay, I don't know what the parameters are. Like, why would I not call in this situation? But I'm expected to call in other situations. How about this? If you're a business and you want people coming into your store so you can sell stuff to make up for that big deficit called COVID that's been killing your your spreadsheets. Maybe just be open when you say you're going to be open. Yeah, Rick's really getting Fuck. heated right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and by the way, the receipts thing. Back to that. I wrote that down. Receipts. Uh, hard pass on that. You know why? Because you didn't pay with cash or a check. You paid with electronic device, right? With a credit card on it. Or you pulled out your actual credit card. When I go, do you have your receipt? Yeah, no, no, man. It's not 1992. I don't need to pull out my, my paperwork. Right? How about you just type in my phone number and track down the the goddamn transaction? It's in your computer. Yeah, and I was I wasn't worried about it because I, I knew that they have it all on file and all that. So, but anyway, anyway. <laughs> Mike, what's what at least we get- we're not cranky today. Yeah, but hey, you know what? I'm not, you know the funny thing is though, like I'm not even cranky. It was just one of those things where it was like took the wind right out of my sails. You know, I, I went from like optimistic about the day to just like, well, oh, oh well. We'll try again tomorrow. Full disclosure, I later got a text. Uh, Allie reminded me that the check that I was supposed to mail out this morning is still sitting on the counter. But today was also one of those days for businesses being closed when they're supposed to be open because I also went over to Medfield TV to get my easel back from uh, Doodle Club. Mm -hmm. Guess what? They're open from 10 to 5, but they weren't open today either. What is going on, businesses? If you say you're open, be open. Yeah. Or or just shut it down. If you don't want to be brick and mortar, right, then... Yeah, I go virtual. Stood there pressing the button, the little doorbell of theirs. Nothing, what a, what a and fool. all the lights were out. What like, a fool's errand! Hello, how dare you think that they would be open when they say they're open? You had to call mm-hmm. ahead. I hate it to say like they're right, but yeah, we should have called ahead. It's a hard pill to swallow, right? That's, it is. That's the worst part of it. Is like as disappointed as I was leaving the jeweler that was closed that was supposed to be open. Mm-hmm. Then it was like, well, now I'm disappointed in myself because she what she is right. Yeah. That's the worst part. Well, I think this is a good time to wish everybody a happy Women's History Month, month of March. Yep. Happy Women's History Month there, ladies. We mean it. In fact, we're going to help celebrate this by bringing in a woman. I feel like we've had a lot of female guests on recently, haven't we? Can I tell you something? To be completely honest, ever since high school, I have had a lot of... Lady friends. In the friend zone with a lot of girls or women. To even to this yeah. day, I've just always jived with them. Sometimes it's more fun to hang out with a couple broads. 
Well, you do love going to the get your mani pedis. Yeah. No, I do. I do have a lot of female friends. I always have. And um, this particular friend, her name is Marie Connor. She's going to be a scuttlebutt correspondent, just much like Liz Daly. Another, again, another example of a, a woman who is a friend of mine, right? And what's great about what are you laughing at? <laughs> I like that you're like, uh, she's a lady and she's my friend. Yeah. Well, I don't know how to say like. A lady, everything sounds suspicious, like, oh, that's my lady friend. Well, it doesn't sound suspicious until you invite them down to the basement. Yeah, I mean, people are connecting dots. They're like, this is getting creepy. No, there's a lot of women who I am friends with. It's always been like that, okay? So Marie Connor, she's a comedian. She is an attorney, and she's also a lesbian who is, just like you, Mike, getting married in about a month. I just did get married. Yeah, but she's... She's right behind you is, I guess, what I was trying to say. Yeah. But anyway, she's really cool, and she's good at, like, she'll roast you. I mean, give her a couple minutes, get warm up with you, and she'll she'll start she'll start finding your weaknesses and just running with it. And well, I, it I won't I take love much. That. I love that about her. So I'm excited to have her in. But I guess today's theme is this is for the women, our women scuttlebuds. I get really pumped thinking that our hometown's oldest business, Larkin's Liquors, sponsor us, right? They've, they've stuck around, and that's based on the foundation of good decision-making. Yeah, like, no fool can last that long. Yeah. You, gotta, you gotta be doing something right. And they've made the decision, the conscious decision, to sponsor our show, Small Town Scuttlebutt. And for that reason, I'd like to thank Tim and John Larkin at Larkin's Liquors on North Street in Medfield. You guys should check them out. I can't tell you how much I love Royal Pizza. The guys in there, Billy and the gang, they are wonderful people. I really appreciate them. And what I get so excited about is they appreciate us. They make great pizzas, but not just pizzas. They've got grinders and calzones and you got to try their salad. I got to shed some pounds and maybe like build some muscles. So I have been getting a field green salad and the protein I put on that is grilled chicken and I gotta tell you that is a dish I actually buy two of them so I eat one that night on takeout night with the family and then I have one for lunch the next day they're so good that's Royal Pizza check them out they're on Main Street in Medfield not too far from Larkins you can visit them both without even having to move your car yeah that's that's a value add yeah the benefits of small town living Scuttlebuds, we're back. Marie Connor is a Boston-based comedian who provides a dry yet hysterical commentary on what it is to be a millennial, a lesbian, and a minority. And by minority, she means tall woman. She was a finalist at New England's Funniest Person Contest, performed with Kathy Griffin at the Trump Roast in D.C., and featured for Stormy Daniels in the hit porno, I mean, uh, Stormy Daniels Comedy Tour. Other credits include Tower City Comedy Festival, Portland Comedy Festival, Aloha Comedy Festival, Queen City Comedy Festival. Is that Charlotte? Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, Midwest Queer Comedy Festival. I missed that one. And Last Comic Standing. 
so excited to hang out with you, and I'm glad that you made the drive to hang out in the northeast corner of my basement in the Scuttlebutt studio. Yeah, buddy, I'm really excited to be your 83rd guest <laughs> on the podcast you've had for yeah. two years. Yeah, almost. Well, COVID, yeah, we did kind of lose touch, didn't he we? He has mentioned yeah. you a number of times, though. He, I'm not, like, and I'm not just saying that. He's, a number of times, he's been like, we need to get Marie Connor on here at some point. So I'm glad that you're finally here. Yeah. But I've been like, why don't you just invite her? Because this, well, this has come up more than once. I'm going to tell the Scuttlebuds why I've waited. You've got, like, a huge Twitter following, and that's what's really opened up some doors for you. Like, you're doing some comedy on the road. And you're at a place where I felt like we had to bring this podcast up to be worthy because now you're going to go, like, promote this thing. And I would like the podcast to be at a certain level before we start doing that. This counts as community service for me. <laughs> wow. comedy. No, it's great. This is what I love yeah. about you. You're bulletproof. Nothing is going to bother you. You are tough as nails. While you and I would do comedy shows at Improv Boston... You were on stage telling jokes, doing your thing. Everything was working out great. Sounds familiar. Okay. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, a little drip of blood starts coming out your nostril. <laughs> you just acknowledged it, asked for a tissue. Someone got you one. Colleen. Colleen. Our okay. buddy Colleen. And then, and then you just casually said, I bleed comedy. And I just thought that was such a wow. cool, casual. And then you just kept going on with your jokes, which... We're oh, landing. Wait, I'm sorry. You were on stage when this happened? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I missed that part. Did yeah. you say that? Yes, I did. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I must Scuttlebuds. have thought, Vouch for me. You thought I'd let this story about the time I had a nosebleed? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, this is what I'm leading with. She's having a nosebleed crisis on the stage, and she's unflinching about it, and she just... It worked in your favor the way you would just like work the tissue on your nose while you kept telling your jokes as if this was just a slight like inconvenience. I thought that was... There was a visual comedy that was not planned, and you rolled with it. And I think that is a case book study example of, like, in stand-up comedy, if you've ever been on a stage, crazy things can happen, and you just got to be prepared with it. And uh, I think a lot of people might have given up, cut it short. You did, like, your full 10 minutes or whatever. I thought that was great. Well, funny enough... Um a big lesson that I learned actually came from when I did the Trump roast with Kathy Griffin. Two nights before, messaged me and was like, hey, I have this thing. Uh, would you like to come down in D.C.? Mm -hmm. And, of course, if Kathy Griffin says, do you want to do I'm like, yeah. So go down, and there were supposed to be three other comics who are D.C. comics. Then she added me, and then she would go. And we were all going to go up. We all got there in front of the White House. I was talking with the other DC Comics, and they were all kind of like, I thought this would be, a, you know, in a venue. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Is the green room not stocked enough for you? <laughs> mm -hmm, like, yeah. then Trump people showed up, like MAGA people wearing hats and suits and yelling stuff. And then Kathy Griffin showed up, and the people like Daily Mail were there, and everyone's kind of starting to fight. The Secret Service has like the big, you know, scary guns and they're pulling people out and I'm just loving it. Yeah. This is I, like, I was the kid in school <laughs> who I enjoy playing the away games because I like being booed. Oh, okay. It would bring yeah. out the best of me. So uh -huh. I'm just like, hell yeah, America <laughs> rules, you uh -huh. know? And then these three girl comics who are picked just bailed. Really? They're like, I, I can't do this. They and were, They were overwhelmed with the pressure. and the But they just left and they didn't tell anyone. Ooh. So Kathy Griffin's already up, uh -huh. and they leave. So then she goes to intro people, and they're, like, not there. So then 
That's Some, awkward. It's kind of like when there's a raffle and it's like six three one four two. No six three one four two. Going once. Go right. Okay, and we'll now try you're another checking one. Your yeah. ticket like a fifth time. Like maybe I'm reading it wrong. Right. Well, they right. must be calling me. It's a tough situation, but this is where you thrive. Right. And um, just called me up, and I only had a certain amount prepared because mm-hmm. these other three were supposed to go. So and I was much- still very new in comedy. So, I mean, I can't be like, oh, I'm just going to do 20, you right, know? Right. Um, You're self-aware. You know, it, How much time did you Like, uh, not much. Con- and it's, comfortably but it have. was streaming, and there were thousands of people watching. And I'm like, how do I do a mic outside? Yeah. And f- for a while, I didn't know. And I had it further away and kind of, uh, you know, it was probably one of the most awesome experiences I ever had. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine giving that up, even if I was scared or whatever. I mean, I, I loved it. I then went home and roasted the people who then made fun of me. On Twitter. Yeah, yeah. because then they came after me on Twitter. And oh, I was like, course. welcome to my venue, you idiot. This is, <laughs> I have home court advantage now. Not, right, right. What amazed me was that after I went, Kathy just went up and went into our set. And I had seen her perform in Boston a couple months before that. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, Stormy Daniels was sitting behind me. This is before I met Stormy, but okay. like, did you? Were you it was aware? A small, no, no. Well, not until after, and she took a photo because I was kind of like, who is wearing a cock red, like tiny cocktail dress in Boston, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. in the theater district? Wow. And you were like, oh, yeah, <laughs> click with like five men flanked around her. Uh-huh. And this was right when all the Trump stuff was going on. So this yeah. was like, and when Kathy Griffin had tons of like death threats and all that. And again, I'm like, yes. <laughs> Death threats. Yeah, come find me. I live on a fourth floor. No elevator, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can I swear? Yeah, sure. All right. What I learned from that, and which is so valuable, is that Kathy just went out, went into her set. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know that anyone dropped out. Mm-hmm. She just is a, I mean, she's such a pro. I was like, wow, I want to get to that. And just where nothing phases you, you don't let the crowd know anything's wrong, and you just keep going i mean it's it, that was just one of those big moments where i feel like seeing a master at work kind of thing how did you do you held your own you felt yeah. good i mean yeah. okay so it's a tough room were there people there that were like i'm here to, for the roast and i'm i'm on board with with the jokes uh, yeah oh yeah there were a bunch of people there because they were like oh i want to see kathy griffin and resistance or whatever people um and then there were trump people and it, it was kind of like twitter just in real life it was funny like Interesting. oh the people i remember one trump person who's yelling at me i think he called me a pedophile i'm like you are wearing a suit that looks like you, it's you're like 40 it looks like you're wearing your older brother's suit uh, it's like too big yeah, yeah. The pants are a navy suit. The blazer is a black suit. Oh, bad, bad. Red hat. How about this? Can we talk about uh, Stormy Daniels? Yep. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's a lot. So Stormy Daniels, porn star, makes the jump to comedy. I'm not buying it. I never saw her. Is no, she, she good? she was funny. Well, I mean, I just feel like all she can talk about is sleeping with the president. She Actually, she really didn't even talk about it really no but she did say like funny stories from porn or porn sets not like okay here's the thing yeah when people are paying to go see no but when people are it's different you have a comedy audience because they don't know who or they want to go see a comedy show and laugh Mm -hmm. they're gonna pay for that yeah and that's harder to win them over they don't know anything about you you know Mm -hmm. you have to win them without them knowing anything about you. Whereas for Stormy Daniels comedy, it's people are paying to see Stormy Daniels. It's not necessarily they want to see comedians. Yep. 
And so, and that's with any celebrity when they're kind of a headliner. That's it's, weird. Can you imagine paying to go somewhere because Stormy Daniels was going to be there? Like, If I'm featuring, hell yeah, I can imagine people paying to go see Stormy Daniels. Mm-hmm. You were there with actual content. Mm-hmm. So what, okay, I, I look at this, Rick. I'm going to have like a real question here for, for a guest. What is it like knowing that you have legit comedy and good content that people should actually hear? And then knowing that a good chunk of the sales for the night, it's because of guys wanting to go because a porn star is up on stage telling mediocre jokes. I don't think I would have been performing in Baltimore, Maryland if it wasn't for Stormy. That's my thing. I got the opportunity because she was doing her thing. Mm -hmm. And she's very cool. I mean, I think people expect it to be a lot more crazy. I mean, she kind of is just like a normal mom. Mm. What? Yeah, after the show, we hung out and watched some uh, other comedians go on in Baltimore, and she was just talking about her kid and, you know, how smart she is and da-da-da-da. And I was kind of like, how weird is my life? Yeah. Well, what people don't realize either about Stormy is that we're on a a first-name basis, Stormy. Stormy. (laughs) (laughs) She calls me Tornado. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Tornado Tongue. No, um... Is that, especially with the Trump thing, I mean, this is a woman who was thrown into the national, like, her life is forever changed. This is, how do, why do you think she got into comedy? Because what else are you going to do? She can't go, I mean, she was in porn, and now everyone knows. Before, it was like, maybe dad secretly knew who she was. Mm Mm-hmm. And kind of was quiet about, but now mom and grandma, it's a household everyone name. knows who Stormy Daniels is. So she can't go and get but a that's normal job. That's not a job. real name, right? No. So like, if she's signing, if she's signing a check in the checkout line at the Piggly Wiggly, and she writes like, I don't know what a real name is, but if she writes a normal name, it's not like the lady at the checkout's going to be like, "Are you?" Yeah, well, she's she's. Recognizable. Recognizable, like yeah. yeah. I mean, you know what she did? She, uh, you know, went mainstream in a way through the media, yeah. right? She's a household name. Everyone knows what, what she looks like. You see her, you're like, oh, that is Stormy Daniels. You, you were in a roast battle mm-hmm. in Texas, kind mm-hmm. of a red state. 92% voted Trump. Oh, of the whole state, okay. No, no, of the town. Oh, the town that you were in. Yeah. Let me put it to you this way. Mm-hmm. There is a Confederate monument in front of their courthouse. Sweet. That is that is where you want to be, right? I mean, this is the away game you've been waiting for your whole life, right? Oh, that's true, yeah. yeah that's a callback. Yeah. Tell it's kind of like, ooh, Rick's <laughs> You said <laughs> yourself. You, stuff. <laughs> no, you like you like to yeah. go to the away game. You want to get booed. I feel like going into the town yeah. with the Confederate no, monument. No, no, I'm, they'd be like, go, white girl, go. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, okay, how does that work? You face off, it's like a rap battle, only you just... Set up and punch down the opponent. So, yeah, give me a I highlight. Guess. What, what it's happened? Just you there? do one liners against each other. Okay. And how do you even know anything about the, the person you're, you you're, you're get paired on? up with the person like the morning mm-hmm. you find out and you kind of do Facebook. In reality, like the ones in New York and stuff, you're going to usually know the person or talk to them or something like that. But with this, it was just do Facebook. Okay. Stalk. Okay, so you stalk him on Facebook. Which was fun, by the way. I hadn't stalked a guy, I think, ever on Facebook. <laughs> was was Facebook around when you were in high school? No. College? 
Yes. You guys are the same age, right? Late 30s? 38. What? Oh, fuck. Don't get all sensitive on us. We're trying to guess a woman's age. I have no idea how old you are. I you're was 30. making a point not to ask you, so I just threw out my age. 38? I'm, I'm going to guess. You're, <laughs> you're 30. fired. You're, 30. <laughs> <laughs> you're 37 and a half. Nope. 38. I'm going to say 45 if you don't you just fucking up. tell me. Ugh. You want to you compare hair next? Oh, I have no snap. idea, but here's what I'll say. Facebook came out while I was in college. I went to Penn State. We were relatively on the early side of colleges that got Facebook. Like mm-hmm. we got it fairly quickly once it was a thing. Yep. But well, you're a millennial. Well, I didn't have it in high school because I didn't because have it. at the time you needed a college, yeah. yeah, a college email address. Those were the days. Uh, yes. Remember? Yeah. It was when they opened it up to everyone else, and now we have Joanne yep. on. Yeah, and now we have the, the and Rick. And Rick is on there as well. I'll date myself. The summer going into my well, soft- good luck with that. Summer you sicko. Going- Speaking of yeah. history, why don't you take Leslie on a date instead, Rick? I am. Oh, going out with uh, one of the groomsmen and his wives from your wedding, and yeah, we didn't I, invite you. guys. I heard about this. Poaching your friends. How do you feel about that? Not great. Yeah, too it's bad. interesting that it's a double date and not a triple date. When no, we, hello, we, I I'm think the we, common denominator here. Yeah, we're. We, I was in his wedding. Like, oh, what, congratulations! A yeah, couple weeks ago, and uh, are you congratulating him for being in the wedding? I'm or congratulating. Congratulating yeah, me for getting Rick married. For not <laughs> fucking it up. I. <laughs> I, I was a stellar model uh, groomsman, and so was this guy, Kevin. And Kevin and I were like, you know what? I've had enough of Mike. I'm like, me too. Let's let's take the wives out somewhere else without Mike. Yeah. Up in our grill all the time, telling oh us what to do. God. Mike Mike and I, actually, you might appreciate this. Uh, I said, Mike, I was going to bring Static Guard, and I forgot it. And Mike's like, I've got it. Because we both thought of it, because when we tried it on our tuxes, they, like, clung to our... Oh yeah, our legs. Like I, I pulled pulled the tux pants on at at the men's warehouse, <laughs> and it was it was a day that it was like seven degrees outside. Yeah, and as I pulled them on, I just heard, <laughs> and I looked down and I went, oh god, yeah. yeah. And I looked at the guy and I was like, uh, nothing's more uncomfortable, right? Am I right? Huh? All right, you bitches. Um, By the me- way, on the can. They don't market it to men. We have this problem too, but it's, it shows a nice flowing dress. You know, like only women would buy this product. I put that shit on everything. Why don't we, before we close the show, just kind of get down to brass tacks and talk business here, okay? Mm. We want you to be a reoccurring scuttlebutt correspondent. Are you down with that? Yeah, of course. Sweet. That's why I drove to Medfield on a Monday. Do you ride a bike a lot? No, that's okay. for, that's for well, pussies. Yeah, but this is, here's why <laughs> I, I ask. And my one grievance about driving in Boston and Cambridge is the bicyclists drive me insane. Oh, yeah, I in, hope they all die. Especially in Cambridge. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I'm fine with sharing the road. Yep. Oh, but it's their but road. you still have to follow the same rules that we're following. I went That's- to, okay, I one time in Cambridge got caught up in a, uh, what's it called? Oh, uh, the, the mass. The, ma- the pan. The, what, not no, the, no, not the, the pan uh, mass challenge. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm it's talking. Called a, uh, it's called critical mass. Yes, yes. And they send out like a, uh, a, a tweet, like we're all going to get on our bikes and we're going to yep. slow down traffic. Yes. If, if we can get 500 of us and we can all ride yeah, five miles an hour. That'll make. We will slow down the traffic, and that will be awesome. And when you're behind yeah. them, 
Oh That'll my make God. drivers like us. These more. are the same people that yeah. want to talk about, you know, white entitlement. You're entitled. You know what's entitled? Clogging up the fucking roads during rush hour on your fucking bikes, dressed up like dipshits, wearing capes and fucking costumes and shit. Fucking losers. That, oh God. That I was a gay pride parade, by the way. Oh. That work is not oh I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I was the grand marshal. Oh. I was riding a bike, rainbow tutu. Okay, uh, so here's the deal. You're you're going to be a scuttlebutt correspondent when you go out on the road and you're hitting all these small towns. Mm-hmm. We we can't pay you with like you know money, mm-hmm. but we can promote you. Be like, hey, you're going to be out. Sounds um, like comedy. You can do stuff from the road. We'll we'll promote you when this website we have comes out. We can like. Put a link, to maybe. I don't know. No promises. We're still mm-hmm. working on we that. We can but put a link, maybe. We yeah. can tell people where this to is, go to buy tickets Rick's to see Marie Connor. Of, um, maybe. Yeah. We can work on a link. This is, this is Rick's level of yeah. website know-how. We can put a link, maybe. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> yeah. Or you, mm-hmm. We can promote you. You keep coming back. We'll talk offline about, hey, I want to talk about this or that. I love your perspective. You know what we should do? We should bring on uh, foe. My future wife. And then you can just see how I'd be like, yes, dear. But does she, like, tame you? Yeah. She brings you in and just takes you down a notch? Is that what? She definitely takes me down a notch. Oh. Okay. Babe, everyone inflates, like, their comedy a little. Mm-hmm. or And she's like, well, you don't have to. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like. She's a good critic. Oh, she'll call. Oh, she will call it out. That's great. Yeah. You need that. You need that. You can't. You, you can't be in an echo chamber. You know, my wife has not listened to one full minute of this podcast, and she's like, I, "I hear enough of your ranting. You know, I get it. It's funny. It's cool. You know, sometimes it's not." Yeah, Pho doesn't go to, but she's also heard all my material. Yeah, and she's heard it from the beginning when it's like mm. shit. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a lot of work to get what you bring yeah. to the stage up to par and, yeah. and stage ready and. I don't oh, blame her. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm excited. We are rekindled. Fuck COVID. We we weathered the, that storm. We're back Proud hanging out. You're in my basement. Uh, and you'll come I'm back. Glad to get out of COVID and back in a basement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Finally. Out my- in the real world. Yeah. <laughs> Feels good to be back in the basement. <laughs> Mike, you want to get us out of here? Yeah. Let's see. What did we learn today? I don't even know. Oh, here's what we learned. Uh. Your wife might not always say to call before you show up somewhere, but here's what we learned today. Call first. Call ahead. Always call ahead because even though Google will tell you that a business is open from 10 to 5 Monday through Friday, you might show up and realize that today, no, they're not. They are absolutely 100% not open today, and uh, you're going to get told that you should have called ahead, and you'll realize in that moment that your wife was right. Marie, if your future wife tells you to call ahead, she is also right, and you were wrong. Oh, this is, I have a bit about that. Yeah. That I can. I'm, wanna, I know I'm the man in my relationship because I'm always wrong. And men are always like, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I was actually like, that's more of a matter of fact. Like, yeah, yeah. I get that. I'm yep. like, yeah, that's right, guys. I'm winning you over, and now I'm going to roast you. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Kind of. Uh, what else did we learn? Uh, Marie Connor, very funny. Uh, she's a lawyer, but that means nothing when she's here. Yeah, we kind of skipped over that part. Yeah, because yeah. like that's talk the boring that. side. Yeah, we're, we're not talking I'm about. I'm getting that. sued. Okay, so. yeah. what else did we learn? Okay, <laughs> stop laughing so that this can get cut and it's just cool. I don't have to pay for a lawyer. So, what else did we learn tonight? 
Marie Connor. Not only is she really funny, but apparently her intelligence level is low enough that she agreed that, yes, I will come and be a part of your show regularly, even though I'm already very established uh, and out doing my own thing, including touring with real comedy people. Like Stormy Daniels. Comedians, as as they're known. Yeah, comedians such as porn stars. Uh, So, (laughs) you know... Here we are. We're we're, mm-hmm. we're doing it. We're, yeah. we're a big deal now. My parents are really got, proud. Mike, yeah. how do you porn feel about being one degree basements. removed from porn stars? Uh, not great. I, I came here already <laughs> feeling a little skeevy about like, boy, today didn't really go my way. Yeah. And and now, now, I'm, dirty. now I'm one step closer to uh, to a porn star. Yeah. So You'll be masturbating to Leviticus before you know it, buddy. <laughs> Keep coming it's back. A slippery slope. Mm-hmm. All right, so we learned a lot today. Sure did. And you're welcome, Scuttlebuds. You uh, you came along with us for the ride, and we're so sorry. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Have a great week.